on. Can we stop it? No, we started. I, like, I, like, I don't like the breaks in the middle. I think like... It's hard to do that. That sounds better. But it sounds better. Yeah. That's sounding good so far. What day is it? It's Snarly Sunday. <laughs> Where's everyone else? <laughs> okay, we are in a car. It's Snarly Sunday. We're in Cedar City uh, eating Wendy's in the parking lot of a Burger King just because we just wanted to mess with the cosmos, I guess, today. No one wanted to get out of the car. That's we, why. Yeah, we had some issues. Anyway, this is going to be the first ever Snarly Sunday on the road. On the road. And we are beyond excited. So um, I'm going to start driving. I'm going to turn this over to mom. Okay. And I don't know how well we're going to hear people in the back. We'll just talk loud. We've been hearing weird noises from the boys all trip long. Um, that'll probably continue. And we apologize. We whisk that wasn't the case. <laughs> so funny. That's our, that's our travel joke. Today. And we also don't know how noisy it's going to be on the road. Right now, we're obviously parked in the parking lot. So, this could be the worst. Or could the, be the best. The best. Um, we haven't set the bar very high for ourselves. So, it's gonna be we're awesome. going to make it awesome. Okay. So, back yeah. out and start driving. And are you still going to... Go for it. You've been through this before. All right. Okay. Turn that light off, please, boys. So this past week, Ryan usually gives it the rundown, but I'm just going to go ahead and start. Um, it was team week, work as a team, play as a team. I think we did that because guess what? We came as a team down to... Mesquite. Mesquite. Anna, tell us why we came to Mesquite. Because I was in Mesquite. So they all came to me. Why were you in Mesquite? We did. Actually, that's so funny because as we were leaving Syracuse, dad says... What did you say? We're coming for, coming you, Anna. for, We're coming you, for you, Anna. <laughs> so that's pretty funny. Why were you in Mesquite? Zim Mesquite for a soccer training. Soccer training. Mm-hmm. ODP. She's been training ODP with them, right. and they came down to Mesquite, and she didn't want to play Sunday, so we came to pick her up. It was great. It's great. It's been really fun for us too. So, um. Okay, so knowing that, let's go back to last Sunday. That's what we do in reverse. Yeah. Last Sunday was brownie day. You guys, we had some we had some good brownies. Do you remember? That was last, you... This has been a long week. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a busy week, it has. <laughs> so it was brownie day, and Dad, you wrote down some gratitude points about... We were all excited for brownie day because, well, we like brownies. We made some sugar-free brownies so everyone could have some. And they're pretty good. Um, I wish I could have brownies every day. Brownies are amazing. I'm really a big brownie fan. Okay, next day. Brownies okay. with peanut butter are the best. With peanut butter. Dad says he likes brownies with nuts. That's weird. And I don't. I, I actually, don't I like a, I like a frosted brownie, or I like a brownie with um, uh, like just with chocolate chips on top. Yeah, or like with chocolate frosting. I know. What you're yeah, we're like a brownie yeah. with more brown on it is really makes with me more happy. Brown. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun. Thing. But Dad, it looks like you like powdered sugar brownies. Yeah. 
yeah, I can appreciate a little powdered sugar on, on the, the top, top? Of a, a brandy. No frosting. I don't need any frosting yeah. if it's moist. Is it moist? Yes. And chewy. And you'd think brownie with ice cream would be delicious, but I'm not a huge fan of that. Seriously? Like, I can enjoy it. Oh, I can enjoy it, but it's, it's, I would rather just eat brownies. Straight brownies. With, brownies with chocolate chips. Becky would have, she'd prefer to have her pillow made out of brownies. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you get chocolate. So, actually, brownies are not, like, they're not my favorite treat. I'd much rather have a chocolate chip cookie or something, but brownies um, will do. Or a cake. <laughs> Take note. Uh, brownies will do. Okay. Monday was Work Success Recognition Day. Yeah, this is huge. Huge. Listen to Dad's story. Well, last week was just a, a really fun week. I was helping prepare for our sales retreat. And, um, and just with some things going on at work right now, it was a lot of fun to feel like I was doing what I do best at my job, like every single second of the day I love that and that's yeah. not I don't think that's typical for every single job out there sometimes you just have to do a portion of your job that is not super awesome yeah. but you just have to do it so that's one cool thing to be able to just feel like you're doing what you do best the other cool thing is when someone takes a, a moment to just say you did amazing yeah, and recognize you that happened a couple of times throughout um, the process last week and also, like, on Monday, I got some feedback on from some On actual people. Work Success Recognition Day, yeah. you got some I was work successfully success recognized, yeah. Which is pretty cool. It was really great. I was able to work with a friend of mine, um, Nancy Collinwood, at Weber State. And she called Monday, um, not, not to congratulate me or anything, but just to say what being a part of the training meant to her for a number of reasons. And it just made me feel super good. Um, making the decisions that we had made along the way. Asking her to be a part of it. Asking her to be a part of it. Yeah. Being able to, after almost 20 years, work on a project together. Um, well, it's cool because what's cool about Nancy is, or I think is super cool, is when Ryan got the job at Destination Homes when 100 years ago, how many years ago would that have been? Almost 20, yeah. A lot Maybe of years ago. Years right as he was graduating from college, he was working with Nancy at, the, at Weaver State. She was not necessarily your was she your boss would you say that she was, she was, she the, was advisor, the advisor the advisor over time. student activities and ryan was the president of student activities and when um the the owner of the company ryan works for now right your owner he came to nancy and said hey do you know anybody would did he even say are you interested he just I, said i think that he went to her thinking he would ask if she knew anyone yeah. and maybe even crossing his fingers that she would have been interested. Right. I don't, that's kind of like, I don't, I don't know if that's the official story, but she was not interested. She just passed him along to me and uh, I knew Brad. So I interviewed and things went pretty fast. It was like, I was right in the middle of gathering letters of recommendation from my professors. And yeah, as soon as this opportunity like surfaced, I was like, done with that. I've got my job. So <laughs> Anyway, that was pretty cool. So I just think that the connection and the tie and the timing is really um, pretty cool. I right. think. So, anyway. What about you? Like, anyone worked hard on a project and they just feel like they were recognized in a cool way anytime? Not this no. past week. Not this week. What about what about, what about when you do choir when you do concerts like your orchestra concerts? Oh yeah, or choir I, I didn't concerts. do that this week. 
He was really nervous, though. He was nervous. That's unfortunate. It is. It has nothing to do with human rights. I know. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying that just because that was something that happened that day. It, it was unfortunate. Sad. I think, I think that day is actually a human rights day. And I, I remember seeing something in the news or whatever um, that had to do with Talk loud. commemorating, you know, human rights here, there, or wherever. Um, that's a really interesting topic here for us because uh, we enjoy so many things and we take so many things for granted, whereas other countries, they don't have the same kind of rights that we do. And um, I don't know, I, I think that, you know, obviously being grateful for the rights that we do have and, um, and not abusing them too. Sometimes yeah. I think that we can take things a little too far and just be like, oh, I have a right to do this and so I going to do this and ruin that like entitled idea yeah that kind of where you're leaning yeah just kind of like well yeah i have the right to you know to say these things or whatever but should you say those things right you know what i mean like is it kind is it helpful is it you know does it build up your community or people around you right you know it's true so it's true well i am grateful for the freedom that we do have Especially here in our life situation we're really blessed um speaking of concerts and everything wednesday was symphony appreciation day yes and i think we commemorated that first thing in the morning by me showing you something from the seattle symphony they were playing sir mix a lot maybe got back <laughs> yeah i do remember it was it was a uh, symphony it's it seemed almost like the symphony just trying to make some money somehow right the symphony just kind of said well let's just pass we're on not class getting the people out anymore let's get just... anyone to come out no it was fun like it, it just goes to show how amazing a symphonic orchestra oh, is yeah. at producing sound, yeah. the sound and the beat and the whatever and obviously sir mix a lot is not uh, part of that genre it was a funny juxtaposition and uh, a funny kind of social scene um but we did ask the question earlier that morning. What's the difference between an orchestra and a symphony? Let's see. Let's see if Alyssa knows. Alyssa. Know. Okay. Uh, Speak up. Anna, you gonna tell? You want Anna to go first before you, Alyssa? I don't know. She just said I know, so I just assumed that she was going to. I know. Okay. So mm. what is it? An orchestra is just like string instruments. That is. But a symphony has like the percussion and the drums okay. and the trumpet that okay. is not true what do you think at Alyssa I don't know what the difference is but I do know that orchestras do sometimes have trumpets and all of the band instruments as well yeah yes because yeah um Based on the symphonies that I do know, they have like, I only know like one. Okay. But it has singing in it, kind of. Okay. It's like background singing, so. Well, sometimes people are know. special. <laughs> yeah, what, what did you find out the other day, you guys? Know. Listen. No, I the term know. orchestra and the term symphony are at times used interchangeably just because, um, well, symphony and orchestra like they both can have brass they both can have percussion sometimes you will have a string symphony which is just string instruments but that doesn't mean that all symphonies like the utah symphony has 
every instrument that you can think of, right? Um, so uh, what I discovered is that while they're used interchangeably, the, the term orchestra almost has more to do with the classification of the repertoire or the music that they choose to play. So some things are just orchestral as far as their arrangement, which would mean that they are arranged for a whole host of different instruments and things like that. I think I got that right. I know, I'm looking it up a little bit here because I thought it was curious and it does have a lot to do with the type of music they play because there's also the, um, like a philharmonic. Right, so, so there's different, different kinds of like uh, orchestras too, right? Right, philharmonic just means music loving which is interesting, and is often used to differentiate between two orchestras in the same city, so like the Vienna Symphony Orchestra and the Vienna Philharmonic Orchestra. And Philharmonic, just I, I would guess they just are able to play whatever type of music they want. Yeah, a little bit more loose as far as, sure, yeah. okay. Anyway, so it says, it, here it says, a symphony is a large-scale musical composition, so it's not necessarily like what it is, but more what they play. Like the symphony is, like what they Beethoven, play. Beethoven's okay. ninth symphony. Right. Oh, so I probably got that wrong. But and it's usually with the... three or four movements. Mm -hmm. That's right. So that's and, the symphony. And then it says an orchestra is a group of musicians. The orchestra is the group okay. that can play with a variety of instruments, which usually includes the violin family. A symphony orchestra, so let's go on, um, often just called a symphony for short, is an orchestra that has both the number of players, oh, and types of instruments required to play a symphony. So a symphony orchestra has all of the players and including all of the instruments that would be required for a symphony. So interesting. Very good. Okay, now we've covered that for long enough. Let's move on to Blue Eye <laughs> Appreciation Day. Yeah, so this is a weird little topic. Um, I can't remember why it, uh, it surfaced in my mind to even commemorate. And maybe it had to do with some of the calendars that I... I modeled after. Uh -huh. um, I don't think we have any blue eyes in our family. Maybe I'm the you closest Peter one. You wrote Peter and Joshua. Oh, Peter uh, and Joshua both have blue eyes. <laughs> I was I'm like, Dad, you a hard time. I knew that. <laughs> I've been joking that they were just these misfit kids all along. <laughs> I knew they were blue eyes. Yeah, so this is just a time where you can just recognize our little blue boys, our blue blondies. And... There's a song, maybe I'll, maybe I'll capture the song and put it with the recording. It's the funniest song. The video to this is even funnier, but it has to do with uh, just blue eyes. I think blue eyes are a little more, like a little less common than we think. Yeah. They're a lot prettier. Not in the book we're reading. Everyone oh, has yeah. blue it's eyes blue and eyes in your book. it's weird to have brown eyes. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, maybe it has to do Dry with kids? where you're from. Like yes, you're, uh, like for some reason I'm picturing like Nordic people, people Iceland, yeah. like all have blue eyes, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yep. Oh, I want all right. Her. Superman had blue eyes. And Superman had blue eyes, and that was significant because they were also X-ray vision, laser eyes. <laughs> okay. Friday the thirteenth was Basketball Appreciation Day. Yeah. Um, who are the Who are the people why, you appreciated the why most? Don't you, in why basketball? don't you talk about how you appreciate basketball? What do you like about basketball? <laughs> so. It's funny because I was just talking about this again with your mom the other day because Brian took the boys to a basketball game with um, with Gordon, with Grandpa. Grandpa. And, um, and we were just talking about, like, I can appreciate going to a basketball game. I think there's it's fun to socialize and to be 
like at a game where things are happening and going on. However, I always say, I think I was born without the gene to care which team wins. Now, if my boys are playing in a basketball game, I definitely want their team to win. And if Ryan's playing in a basketball game, like, I mean, I guess he's considered my boys. But I could care less who wins a basketball game. I was just born without that gene. So when we go to basketball games and there are people wildly crazy about who wins and who doesn't, they get very upset if their ref calls things incorrectly. Yeah. I do not, I don't get it. I just, I don't feel that. And I really wonder how come I, I just was born without it. Because I, I don't know. I don't understand it. What if what if one of the teams is really important to your boys? Like, they're not playing, but they're so intent that, you know, they want to cheer on this team. They love this team. They like a different, like a certain player. Sure. Do you want that team to win just because it makes someone that you love, like, happy? Not really. I still don't. I don't think, I don't, I, I, sure, I would root for that team. Okay. But I don't think that whether a team plays or not should make my children happy. So I'd probably discuss that with them instead of... You know what this reminds me of is if, if, uh, if the National Basketball Association had missionaries, mm-hmm. um, th- they would be sent to our house yeah, probably. to talk to you. Because to try to get me like... To, to, to try really... to get you to be a fan. And, and I would probably invite them in. I'd be like, oh yeah, we play hoops. We enjoy playing hoops. Sure. Which is, would be the equivalent to saying like, oh yeah, we believe in God. Sure. And then they would come in and be like, um, did you know that the National Basketball Association is the only true organization that plays basketball? It's much better than college basketball. All our teams are super great. And we'd be like, and say, oh, huh. well, we, we really don't care what team wins because isn't it just about the sport? And they'd be like, oh, no, no, it's about. That's kind of where we fell off. <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of the way I feel about it. But I know that you really love basketball and it really I, I love up. it. There are so many sports that you can play, and for whatever reason, um, well, there's a lot of reasons, but in Utah, basketball is very popular. In every single uh, church house, there's a basketball court, probably, and so you just grow up playing a ton, and I loved playing. I loved that it came relatively easy for me. I feel like I picked it up, and then within a year, I was, um, you know, looked at as Playing on the junior high basketball team, and... Yeah, kind of. You know, I wasn't the best. You know, I, I didn't play for school basketball um, a whole lot. And, uh, you know, my dreams to be a professional in that, you know, line of work were shattered at an early age, which is probably good because then I could start pursuing some other things that I really like. But I, I think that in terms of a sport, like, it really is a sport that gives back. The sure. feedback is immediate. Like, you shoot the ball, and it either goes in or goes out. Most, <laughs> most sport is that way, right? But, um, anyway, it's just a lot of a lot of fun. And I think about the time that I've been able to spend with friends or with my dad or with the boys. Uh, now that we have our basketball hoop at home, um, just a lot of fun. True. So, boys, how, are you, how do you feel about basketball, and did you enjoy your time at the game? Okay, a little more explanation. What was your favorite part? Um, when they sure um, talk loud. Um, forgot the name. Um, Donovan Mitchell shot, but he missed some. Um, no, he didn't miss. Um, yeah, he Rudy Gobert just.
That's good. I'm glad you remembered that. All right. Well, appreciating basketball. You took a picture there of John Stockton, and you have John Stockton's name here. And I think he's one of those players that you just really feel like is. I feel like in some ways, um, John Stockton was almost like a coach to me, like a coach figure. Obviously, I never, I, I went to a clinic and he was there, but like, he didn't have to say anything mm-hmm. to be who he was. You know, there are some people that are very verbose or they they, they want to be in the media and, and give their piece and say their thing, but he didn't. Like, he avoided that. If, asked, if he needed to ask a question, he would say it, and then everything else he just did on the court. And he was just all about the hard work and being a team, and I feel like of, of anybody that taught me those things, like, it didn't happen from my coaches. It happened because... John Stockton played every game for 20 years for one team. And in my opinion, he never messed up. Yeah. Like, yeah, he missed some shots or he missed some passes and stuff like that, but that's part of the sport. Right. He always did the right thing when he had to... When it was time. When it, when it was time. Always, yeah. always, always. He took great care of himself. Um, humblest person that you'll ever see. And uh, the person that was giving the most hustle as well. So uh, it's, I almost feel like it's a shame that my boys don't have John Stockton to mm-hmm. look to because yeah. he was that good. Yeah. That and, it's, good. and it's different now. It's, it's different now. It is way different. He wouldn't be the same player in today's league. The game has changed. Um, but at the same time, there some of the records that he has. I was just looking at this the other day. His deals and assists and stuff like that. Nobody. Nobody on the planet. Uh, especially because of the way the game has changed, will ever catch up. So. Well, I wonder if there's any drummers that are that good. Ooh. The next day is Drummer Appreciation Day. Drummer Appreciation Day. And I don't really have a lot to say about that, except oh no, I when we were at the concert this week, it was so fun. They had this jazz band, and so fun to see these kids. I mean, they're just kids, you know, like Lissa's age, and and just to be able to play those drums and play those instruments and it's just really cool well let me tell you why this is a a day on the calendar so at the end of 2016 I had decided to um, to retire early from my service in the Mormon Tabernacle Choir and um, it wasn't a hard decision but it was a very kind of sentimental decision just because of the time that I'd spent there and the um, just having the, ch- the chance to do that was really, really significant. And um, anyway, one of the songs that we sang in the very last concert was um, The Little Drummer Boy. And there's that verse that talks about the little drummer boy playing a song for you. He played his best for you. And that was just a really significant thing for me because I felt like in that moment I was this little drummer boy having given my offering to this calling yeah. as big or small or whatever you want to consider it being I gave my best and sometimes I, I feel like um, you know I could have done better but at the end of the day I gave my best to that calling for nine years and tried to juggle things with work and with family and everything and um, and it was just kind of the perfect bookend to that experience and so every time I hear that song and kind of every Every Christmas concert since, I've always just thought about my last Christmas concert with the choir and having that experience, wrapping up with this big, 
you know, yeah. kind of crescendo um, of uh, choir experience. And so that is my drummer boy story. Drummer Appreciation Day. Yeah. I love that song. That song is a fun, like, it's a good one for, I just, I don't know, I guess it brings back memories, Christmas time. So, anyway, that, ra- that wraps up the week, yeah. Um, What's today? Next week is Confection Creativity Week, oh, and that's today. yeah, and today is White Elephant Day. Mm. Tomorrow is Peanut Brittle Day. Wow. Oh, seventeenth is Mantic. What was that to face, Dad? Well, it's hard to eat peanut brittle when you're on a sugar. When you're not eating sugar, but you know we face. You can appreciate it. Sure. Seventeenth so. is Mantic's a flight day. Eighteenth is Baked Cookies Day. Thursday is hot chocolate day. What were you doing this week? Sugar, sugar. Um, the twentieth is snowflake day, and twenty-first is the December solstice, longest night of the year. That's right. Oh yeah, on the twenty-first. Whose birthday is that? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh. Happy birthday, Elizabeth. Okay, that's it. That's it. Thanks for being with us. Hope you heard some of that. It's kind of noisy in this uh, car. Oh, this is the best time. Blue eyes. Pretty blue eyes.